Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more.
I thought that would be such a great song to open up with as we hear the sirens of New York in the background. Not um, a bad thing, but anyway, that was Joseph Arthur with his latest release, Currency of Love, which kind of goes along with um, my special guest today, S.R. Lure, Sedna, as I know her, um, her first name, and her newest book called The Playground of Life, which is an amazing book of poetry. And um, Sedna was diagnosed with a long-term health condition and spent her entire life like seeing the world from different perspectives. And this book is basically, I think, her, her words and her messages, um, which are the poems in The Playground of Life, which really talks about the struggle between spirituality and ego. So let me bring her on because she's calling live from the UK. That's why I'm saying live from the UK. Want to let everyone know the chat room is open if you'd like to go in there. And also wanted to let everyone know that if they would like to listen to this show afterwards, it will be available on iTunes afterwards as a podcast and also as an instant download on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio On Demand. And what's really cool about this uh, book is that um, 50% of the proceeds of the sale of the book go to different charities. One is the University College London Hospital, and the other one is Fair Share, who fight hunger and poverty in the U.K. And with that, Sedna, are you there? Yes. Hi, Holly. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Good afternoon to you all. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. This is just so great. I'm I'm just like really excited and I got my book and um I mean, this is a 50 50 page book about and um it's just got such a collection of heart heartful um poetry and 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 quotes. And I wanted to say real quickly the song that we opened up with Joseph Arthur is called um Currency of Love and it's really funny because when I um, was talking to you originally when we first talked about doing an interview. You said, love is my currency, I spend freely. And I said, that song definitely has to go along with this show. So I think it's perfect. Definitely. Yeah, yeah it, so. does, it does. It does It does really go well with, with my poetry, or one of my poetry in there, and my quote, which I always have. It's, love is my currency, I spend freely. Uh, that is uh, one of my like, favorite quotes. Uh, from my one, from one of my poetry, I think, which I think you have read. Yeah. So, let's talk first about how this book came to be. Um, a little bit about you and how this book came to be, and how you decided to um, put your feelings into words. Well, uh, well, it's a little bio about myself. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to be brief, obviously. Uh, no, no, well, no. Go for it. <laughs> Well, I was born in Mauritius, and I was brought up in London, uh, North London. And um, as a child, um, I started um, studying the Bible when I was 10 years old, actually. So um, Mm -hmm. I have been brought up, and I've had like that uh, spiritual side of me ever since then. I was quite young. So, uh, however, I got ill when I was 14 years old. And uh, from there on and off, I, I was ill, but no one could diagnose what was wrong with me. And uh, I know the doctors actually put it down to rheumatic fever and etc. Because uh, I really had like high temperature all the time, and um, I had uh, swollen fingers, and I couldn't really do anything like strenuous. And I was losing quite a lot of my hair because it would just come out in clumps. 
and uh, wow. so I've been getting in and out of hospital, and they couldn't really diagnose what it what it was. And um, so I was um, ill on and off, like for a period of time, like over the years, until uh, my early twenties, when uh, when I was quite really really bad, and um, I I had to go private, and you know because I really I like, couldn't wait any longer because um, I just thought I had like better treatment, but. Um, Hence, they um, diagnosed me as having lupus. Now, um, I really didn't know much about it myself, but all I knew that it wasn't very good because uh, it just like, uh, you know, from the from the doctor's face, you know, looking at, it, at him, and I was like, oh no, that's you know, it's got to be something serious or whatever. But because it didn't really actually sink in, it's just like I didn't know how to take it. All I knew was like, oh, mm-hmm. probably it was like it was like something serious, but I just didn't know how to cope or comprehend it at all so um as the years went by i just sort of like you know slowly sort of like because obviously um they put me on really high medication like steroid and stuff like that so um is that what the treatment is for that yes yes steroid Mm -hmm. yeah and um other medication like azathioprine and etc well i'm on a cocktail of different uh medication well um that's how they sort of like, um, you, you know, sort of suppresses it because um, there's mm-hmm. no actual cure for it. So, uh, so I've been like only uh, over the years that that's the, the medication I'm like on um, long-term medication. And um, well, the book really came about um, because um, I'd started sort of like um, reflecting on things and my life and uh, periods of my life and uh, things that happened. It's just really like a reflection of everything and what I was going through. And because from even, as I said earlier on, I was always like, looking for something deeper, something more mm-hmm. uh, that I could, you could actually see. And right. um, deeper than myself, I guess, you know. And I think that, that's how yeah. the book came about. It's a beautiful so, book for everyone out there. I mean, you... I also got involved in some charities with this, so I think that's a really beautiful thing, too, because not only are you writing out what you're feeling, you're giving back as well. Yeah. Um, I want to tell everyone, if, if anyone would like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036, and I want to also give out the um, link. It's on Amazon, it's on, and the book is called The Playground of Life, and it's by author S. Lure. L O R E, and um, it's worth it. I mean, this is such a cool book. The minute I posted it on my Facebook page, um, I know that a couple people had purchased the book and told me what a what a great collection of thoughts um, you have in here, and um, they really are very deep and heartfelt. You know, a lot of it is. I mean, um, I do, like, touch on, like, subject because of relationship because that's what humanity is. It's about relationships, about, you know, love and, you know, all the things that I think we as humans go through. And, uh, yeah, amongst, like, the more deeper spiritual stuff. So, yeah, I just meant it to be, like, a collection of everything as us human beings that goes through everyday life. Yeah, and, you know, I was reading... And for people that don't know a lot about lupus, you can go onto the net and look it up. Um, it's actually a chronic autoimmune disease that can damage any part of the body, skin, joints, or organs inside the body. 
And I was reading a little bit about it where um, our body usually produces, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, our body usually um, with our immune system um, creates, um, you know, something to fight off viruses and bacteria. But when you have lupus, um, your your system can't tell the difference between, you know, bad stuff and um, healthy tissue. So it exactly, creates yeah. antibodies that actually destroy healthy tissue. So um, just so everybody knows, lupus is not contagious, um, and it is um, uh, can, can, it can range from mild to life-threatening and should always be treated by a doctor or with good medical care. Um, and, you know, in America, they estimate 1.5 million Americans have lupus. The numbers actually are higher because um, we're only studying the people in the United States. Now, what about, they're saying 5 million people throughout the world have a form of lupus. So, um it's a so lot what do you of think people. about those yeah. numbers? Yeah, that is. Um, it's a lot of people. And because it doesn't get enough publicity as well, um, mm-hmm. whereas with other um, illnesses or health conditions, they get more publicity. But whether, whether they estimate that uh, people who actually um, die from lupus, is, it's because people actually die from the complication, and it's not act from the actual lupus itself. But because uh, it's so complicated, as you rightly said, it uh, does attack different parts of your organs. So it's really uh, people die from the complication of it itself. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't get that uh, recognition. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I and I was reading also the statistics that lupus strikes mostly women of childbearing mm-hmm. age between 15 and 44. Yeah. And men and children and teenagers de- um, develop it too, but most people will develop lupus between the ages of 15 and 44. So you got it very spot on, right around 14, which is yeah, right. But when you yeah. um, get pu- when you reach puberty. That's the time. That's mm-hmm. the, when they they say that you get it like around like either you get it uh, around puberty or uh, menopause, mm-hmm. and that can happen too. Yeah, and it causes uh, or, a lot uh, of or, fatigue or through childbearing. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So tell yep. me about these charities that you're working with, um, the University College of London Hospital, and also the fair share um, who fight hunger and poverty in the UK. How did you get involved in working with them? Well, the thing is, as I said, with fair shares, um, to be honest, is like I didn't realize, like I think I did mention to you, because we don't realize in affluent um, countries such as, you know, say the UK and, the, you know, affluent countries, as I would call them, is that they, they do suffer from things such as poverty, but, you know, I mean, that really touched my heart when I did learn that, you know, there are people, like children, who are, like, starving and could go to bed, like, hungry. And things like yeah. that does really touch me. And I'm thinking that things like that shouldn't really be going on, kind of in an affluent country. And um, and that's why I sort of thought, well, you know, I'd like to help out in any way that I can. And that's why, as I said, um, I am actually, um, in a couple of months, um, I've designed um, a T-shirt that's uh, coming out. And also 50% of the proceeds is going to go to that. We can't wait for that. I know we yeah, talked about so that. Yeah, yeah cool. so we're yeah. going to announce yeah. it. Officially and today, she's working on a T-shirt. It's going to be awesome, too. I know a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I hope so. So that's uh, one of the projects that I'm actually doing for them. And, yeah, and, and not only that, they tackle um, 
food wastage as well. So where all these big companies that they uh, waste food, like you, you know, like supermarkets or whatever, they throw away food. They actually tackle that, whereas they go collect the food and they redistribute it to homeless people and the people that's going hungry and, and that so forth. So, so that's quite uh, a nice thing, uh, and educate people on, on that respect as well about uh, we, uh, food wastage. Uh, yeah, so so they, they, they do quite amazing. a lot for the um, yeah for 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 people that actually who are living in poverty. Mm-hmm. And I think again, that's like, well, beautiful that you're giving back so much when you yourself are got well, your own do, battle do you know, going on. Well, do you know, Holly? Yeah. I I think we were put on this earth to be of service to others. I don't think we are happy, a real happy human being, unless we are being of service to someone else. Mm-hmm. You can you, you can have a lot of money and but still not be happy, but you are only happy when you are of service to others. Mhm. Absolutely, I agree with you on that one. I think that's very, very, very important, and I think that you're very spot on on that. I um, know that a lot of the work that we do, we need to give back, and I think it's beautiful that you've been able to do that. The playground of life. How did you come up with that title for your book? Well, I, um, I think you, you might know that uh, one of my poems actually is mm-hmm. uh, titled The Playground of Life. And mm-hmm. the reason for that was because I believe that obviously when I talk about the, the ego and, and our higher self, it's like the ego, uh, which the human has many different facets of ourselves. So we, we mm-hmm. play these different roles. It's like I, I term this like the, the, the earth. Or uh, it's, it's like a, a playground. So the, mm-hmm. the, the, what we inhabit this earth is like we're here. We're, we're, we're like on, let's say, like a, a, um, a stage, so to speak. Say that, uh, right. and we play those many different roles, like because we are different things to different people. And and as we might not realize this until if you're really present of yourself, that then you would know that you're actually playing a role. You, you know, sure. to your spouse. To your to your mother, to maybe to your uh, sister. You know, you you have different roles you play, and 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 I just call that like the playground of life, and and it's just like uh, performing in a way, and, and and it's to do with our ego, and our, our ego is constantly playing and and acting, and mm-hmm. um, but this the playground of life. I mean, from the poetry that I wrote, is actually playing these parts, all these different parts but never losing sight of who you are, the, the higher self. So, so as long mm-hmm. as you are present, you can play any part that you want to play, but in conjunction with your higher self, and therefore you can do the most good when you cooperate with your higher self. Because the higher Absolutely. self, is, your higher self yep. is universal because we are all the same, our higher self. We have the same mm-hmm. principle, the same goals in life, but our ego is what gives us our uniqueness so the ego may not necessarily be a bad thing it can be if we leave it out of control and if we are not present but the ego if you work with it with your higher self it gives you your your uniqueness your creativity so to speak you know what is unique about you so i agree with you on that one yeah so, so that's why i um Took the, you know, I, I named it the playground of life because I do feel that you know each and every one of us do have different facets to ourselves that we play a part, and and this is like our mm-hmm. playground. That's what I call it, like our playground, really. 
Oh, yeah, no. And you know what? Um, I would like to ask you, while you were compiling the different poetry that's in your book, um, are there any, well, I'm sure each one of them means something to you because I know I've got one here that I resonated with completely today that is my own personal journey you know the how I felt at that time when I was when I when I looked at the book but um and started reading it more and more um which poem in here let's read one I'm going to have you read it um which one in here <laughs> you're so cute which one in here would um did you resonate more with that um and and the and, and the story behind it maybe before you read it why don't you tell our listeners? Okay, I think one which was like more poignant, like to, to me, is like um, mm-hmm. called the awakening. Well, not the awakening. It's yeah. the awakening, uh, which I just felt that I wasn't awake until then. Kind of when I mean that, I mean like you know you go about in your everyday life where I call it um, your where you're sleepwalking, where where you do things automatically but not really think about it. And mm-hmm. uh, and I call this awakening because um, this happened to me when I was uh, really, really ill in 2002. And uh-huh. I've been in f- ill for about a year because, um, and the doctors didn't think that I would like make it because, um, wow. uh, you know, the gastroenterology uh, um, said to me that, you know, you've been living with this illness for a long time. So obviously expect um, the worst because um, at that time I, I wasn't eating. I was actually on soup for a whole year, and and when I say mm-hmm. soup for a whole year, I mean I mean breakfast, uh, um, lunch, and dinner. You know, just uh, just the soup because uh, I, I, I couldn't eat solid or anything because it just wouldn't like go down. And um, so th- this poetry is actually poem is about um, when you know the, the point where you know you go through all this suffering. And then it's the, there's a point after your suffering is where, where you reach this peace and, and calmness. It's like, it's like um, you don't feel the pain anymore, but, but just like yeah. a, a total peace. And, and it's like, um, you know, there's no ego anymore. It, it just has been defeated. So, so therefore, um, you just feel this calmness and, and, and peace where, to be honest, I've never felt that ever again, that kind of peace. And it's so beautiful, you know, to, to be at peace with yourself. Well, totally I'll, I'll read, understand um, that. Uh, yep. I'll just read the poem uh, um, to you, but that's how I actually felt uh, at the time. So, uh, well, here it goes. Um, my mind so calm and, and serene, light and clean. I had no desire to be in my attire. I lived by the hour without being sour. However challenging it might have been because I have seen what blessing it is to be at rest with those I love best and my family loves me no less I live to see yet another day with a prayer each and every day please God let me stay well that's very uh, uh, here I can actually feel that with you yeah I totally that's you know, because this is the moment. This is the moment where you see what's more important in your life. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's nothing. You know, nothing at all. You know, you don't. It's none of the material stuff that you have, but it's just your family, the people that loves you, the surround, and that's the most important thing. And you're at peace with that. 
And you feel that even if you go, that's it. You just got those love, that surrounding love with you, and that's it. That's all you needed. And yet, you just like you want to stay, obviously, with them. Mhm. And and that's yeah. what that one is about. And like, actually, for me, it's like it's, it means quite you know a lot. Yeah. So that one there really really struck home with you. You know, um, it's funny because the one that really um, I mean, I I can pretty much relate to every single one of these, but I have to tell you the the, real, the one that I felt today that really struck me was the one that's directly on the next page after your awakening, which is called gratitude. Mhm. Yeah. I um, can I read that one? Yeah. Read, read that it. one. Do, do you want to read it? Do you want to read it? Yeah. I'm gonna read it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of it. like my manifestation. Um. And and this is kind of towards you. Um, gratitude. I am truly grateful for every day I arise, every breath I inhale, for it may be the last I exhale. I am grateful for my family by my side, all the people in my life, even those I thought I never liked. I am grateful for the imperfections I tried to hide because they're the things that make me want to change inside. I am grateful for the beauty I have found in everything all around, which I didn't notice until now. Too busy looking for gain, didn't know I was in pain. Until you took me to another plane, I'll never be the same again. Now with mindfulness, all the things I do, I want to express to you my gratefulness. That's oh, a beautiful Maya, so that's so beautiful. Yes, you, you, Thank you. you. Read it. It's all beautiful, actually. Well, you wrote it. You wrote it. You're no, a writer. Exactly. You, 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 you read it really well. I can never read my poems. Well, <laughs> is that no, fair? No, I, I don't. Me. Did, you, you did it justice. <laughs> you did it justice. You did it great too. Stop it. <laughs> this, 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 this is almost like an affirmation to me. Yeah. I mean, um. You know, I I mean, when I opened the book, it opened to that. And then there were other ones. I mean, um, My Truth is really good. I mean, they're all amazing. My Truth is great because Pat talks about love is my currency. And you know what's really cool? You quoted John Lennon. You said um, that John Lennon was absolutely right. The world needs um, more love. Nobody knows knows this more than yourself. So this, that's part of the press release that came out with this book and I was just like wow In a Dream is also really cool I mean I don't think there's not one poem in here that I can't it's just wow you know one I of those like, wow moments you know, in... like, yeah it comes straight from the heart you know and, and I and I just like you know when I did like it obviously it resonated like with me as I said like and I would hope that it does with everyone else too because uh, it's just been part of human. And I think if anyone delved into more of their spiritual side, probably, it would probably resonate with them too. Like if you've been on a, on a journey in, that, in search of that thing that, um, that's higher than you, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that, that you want to connect to, it's like um, they, they will, they, they'll be able to you know, feel that too, you know. That I think what we're all looking for that 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 spiritualness that that's you know always resides inside of us you know it's never out of of outside of us but it's always inside of us you mm-hmm. know 
Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what, what what I try to sort of like, um, you know. This, well, you have you've gotten that message out there. Trust me on this. Um, this is a really a really beautiful read, guys, and the packaging is really nice. It's got two people on the front, actually. If you're in the looking in the player, oh, and also let me tell you real quick again, if you'd like to call in, it's three four seven six seven seven one zero three six, and the chat room is open. If you'd like to go into the chat room. And also um, wanted to let you know it will be available on iTunes afterwards. And uh, she and I spoke earlier. We are going to create a Facebook page because she's been more on the business side of her book. And we are going to create a Playground of Life Facebook page and social network so that um, we can get you out there so people know a little bit more about your book. And, again, you can get the book on Amazon and um you can order the book uh, if you're in the UK. You can book. You order the book on Amazon in the UK. But um, I mean, the description of the book is: the playground of life is a small collection of poems which evolved as a form of self-expression, exploring the complexity of life and the many facets of human relationships, especially one of the conflict between the ego and the and the divine self. You have yet to conquer the world for security and love. No, I have found riches all around, eternal love unbound. That's beautiful. And you open the book and it's got um, really great words that are like affirmations. Respect, unity, love, peace. Um, Then you get into the book and it's a straight from the heart. That's so cool. I love that. And um, Yeah. Just some of the random um, names of the poems are Lessons in Love, um, Kaleidoscope, Sweet Love in Dreams, Fantasy, Uninvited Host, Shelter, The End is My Beginning, My Truth, Little Cherubs. That was cute. I love that one. Um, Chatterbox, Children of the Light. Um, I didn't see that one. I actually... I'm going to look at that one right now. Oh, that one's really cool. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. That Children one of Light. I, I like. And Mommy Dearest, yeah. That one's really cool. Children of Light, tell me about that one. What made you write that one? Which one? Children of Light. Oh, Children of the Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's, it's um, really about the light and the dark of us. Mm-hmm. So it's um, like as as when we come into this world as babies, we are we don't we don't have dualities. That, that's mm-hmm. well, obviously how, what what I believe in because we're we're one. So it's yeah. uh, we don't we don't learn about that until we grow. All that you know, what's oh, that's bad and that's not good, you know that's good for you, that's bad for you. You know the, the two different things. So, but mm-hmm. as babies, when we come into this world, we we just we love everything and everyone, and we, we, that's what we call. That's why we are loved because we are children of the light. Because we we uh, we have this sparkle in our eyes, and and it's just like, that's what everyone loves a baby, don't they? It's because we mm-hmm. are this innocence and this pure light, and that's why I call it light. We're pure, and which we do lose as we get older. And that's why I call it one light and one dark, because th- th- then we have all these habits or all these things that, 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 we, that we, we were taught, 
you know, whether from, from our parents or society or what have you, you know. And then, therefore, that's why I call that um, the dark side, which sometimes, mm-hmm. you, you know, we can be quite sweet, which is the light side, and sometimes we can be quite dark, which when we get into a mood, and, and which is the, the ego side, and then we have the divine side. And, and that's, that's what I call children of the light. So if we can remember, we can, you know, bring some brightness. That's, that's what I say. You know, we can all, between us, can bring some brightness. <laughs> no, and you know what? That's so perfectly said because we do have the dark and the light, and we have to learn how to balance it with the yin and yeah. the yang, right? So yeah. I I totally get that. Um, I really feel like this is really important to read. You want to read it, Children of the Light? It's on page oh, four. I, I, I love it when you read it. Okay, I'll read it. I'll read it because yeah. it's beautiful. I I just like I read the I was reading some of the titles of the poems and I hadn't seen this one and um, this one's really cool. Um, Children of the Light. We were born of light to bring delight, and we did at first sight. Everyone loves a baby. I don't think there's a maybe. We love the spark of purity because we recognize the commonality. I hope I said that right. Yes, we did. Which we lost when we became duality. One light, one dark. We were marked. Forget our past. Some days we are overtaken by darkness. Never all lightness. If we just remember together, we can bring some brightness. That's beautiful. Love that. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, that, that's, I don't know, if you think about it, it, it does, you know, sort of like resonate, you know, like, you know, yeah, how yeah, we operate as human beings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty special. So, so, you're you're pretty special. <laughs> you well, are. I, I, I think we all are special, really, because I think we all have that. Uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I, I just self-analyzed uh, myself and, and um, obviously hence that's why you know these uh, poems came about because it was like through self-reflection and, and all that but I think we all have that specialness in us it's just how you express them if um, some mm-hmm. have like um, I mean you're special you're doing something special you're reaching out to the world you know mm-hmm. millions of people listen to you I mean that's something special isn't it it is so it is, like and, and I like that. doing that. That's I think everyone is has certain things that they're called to do, and exactly, I yeah. think. Um, so you know what I want to ask you is, um, besides the T-shirt that you're working on, yeah, what yeah. else are you, what what else are you working on right now currently? Well, well, the thing is, I I, I do have like uh, things in the pipeline that. Um, Think because I, because it's going to be like solely everything that I do is going to be like fifty percent goes to charity. Is like mm-hmm. I want to like maybe like work with um, say the homeless like with as uh, to do with art and stuff like that because I do like coasters and uh, but very like you know arty things like uh, bring some art into um, play with, with my poetry as well. You know, so, yeah, so I've got like, things like coming like, out in, in the pipeline, but it's going to be like, I like bright and, and colors and stuff like that. So, and um, oh, awesome. sometimes, yeah, I, I, yeah, so it's going to be, yeah, um, because it, things are quite not finalized at the moment, so I can't really, like, you know, say too much. 
Um, the, the only thing, obviously, um, yeah, the T-shirts, which um, there are going to be a few T-shirts that I'm, I'm working on, so it's not just going to be. The one which, yeah, I did mention because that's going to be um, solely for fair share. But uh, mm-hmm. the other uh, T-shirts, which obviously also going to go uh, 50% to charity, because everything that I do is 50% goes to charity. So, uh, mm-hmm. but it's, um, again, it's going to be like, uh, to do with my poetry as well, quotes from the poetry. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, and also have like um, kind of designs on it, you know, to go with that uh, quote. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did but you start of, writing? Oh, were you always writing when you were younger? To be honest, not really. I mean, I was always um, a, a self-reflective person. I always, like, reflected mm-hmm. on things. But I was never kind of a writer. I was never, like, um, you know how you people You sat down with a things? pen and paper and said, I'm yeah, going to write something. I'm, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I was always, like, like kind of in my head kind of, mm-hmm. of of things and um i i did sort of like obviously when i got ill uh meaning that um later like like, like in my life that i just thought when i got really really ill and like you know what it's just like something inside of me like uh beyond me that that, that needed to sort of get it down in paper it's mm-hmm. like when i was really ill as i said like then it was just like the ego was gone and everything else and i was just like left with that higher self it just like it needed uh-huh. to be written on paper and, and and that's the time when I really like did that, and then as I said, like because I sort of uh, was raising money for the uh, UCL, and um, I first of all, like I mean, like last year I did like a, a poetry uh, diary, and uh, I raised uh, uh, money for um, the, the, for for the hospital, and um, you know a lot of people were saying, oh well, you know you've got to do um, a, a, a book, you know you've got to do the book. And I sort of like, you know, played, yeah, you know, I've played around with it. And I thought, oh, you know, my head, yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden, I just sort of like decided to do it, you know. It was like um, this year, actually. I just like, you know, all of a sudden I said, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. And like, because I had like, you know, like, I don't know, about 45 uh, uh, poetry, like a, a collection. And I said, yeah, you know, it's got to be done. And because I'm, gonna, I'm doing it for charity. Anyway, the intention was like, you know, obviously I'm doing it for charity. So I'm just going to do it and lay it out there. And because, yeah, I mean, the message that I want just to put it out there kind of thing. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's how, you know, it just really came about. Yeah, no, I, I totally can understand that. Now, um, have you done... Um, have you done any work with any children um, recently? And I know that you were working with the homeless and the people that were um, hungry over there. What about working with children? Because I can see you're a total major child magnet here. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I do have like a lot of ne- no, nephews and niece and all that. But no, I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't actually worked like, you know, with children. Well, not really. I mean, just work with everyone, really. <laughs> but not specifically, you know, I wouldn't say like with children. But, you I know, see I you have, working like, around, I can see you working around kids. I think that you could really help them. Yeah. I really I mean, do. Like, I, I mean, I love kids, yeah. But, I mean, I, I was, like, told at the hospital, like, you know, because, you know, when you have, like, a condition that because your immune system is weak, so you can't really mm-hmm. like, be around a lot of, like, kids as well because of, of the... Um, You'll get sick. That you yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, that's true. So what yeah. precautions, what what do you, how has your life, how has this affected your lifestyle? You have to be really careful what you're around, 
where you go, what you do. I'm sure you eat very healthy, right? Um, well, yeah, I try to, but because, uh, you know, I can't eat quite a lot of, like, fiber and stuff like that because uh-huh. um, because I have problems with digestion. So, right. uh, yeah, things that sometimes are so important that, you know, you can't eat. But, you know, I try to eat. I, I eat everything, you know, everything that I can eat, I, you know, I don't try to restrict myself. I just feel that, you know what, if we're going to die, we've got to die. So I don't really, like, <laughs> try to sort of, like, deprive myself of the good stuff, you know. So I, I do eat, you know, uh, um, things that probably, you know, a bit of junk food, but I'm not going like, to say, you know, um, endorse that. No, I don't eat. Uh, do you like I do to cook? Like eat. Do you like Sorry, to cook? Sorry, do I? Do you like to cook? Sorry, do- do I like? Do you like to? Do you like cooking? Uh, no. Preparing food? No. <laughs> you like to eat out. <laughs> Girl, no, I have to I... give you some cooking lessons. Everybody knows <laughs> I, I love to cook. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, funny. Oh, no, I mean, no, that's good. I mean, I'm, my mom is a love. You know, she, she's a, she's a real good cook. She's a really good cook. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, can't compete. I can't compete with her, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, but obviously because I, I've been, you know, quite ill, like, since I was young, and yeah. um, obviously I have to pace myself because um, I get tired a lot, so it, it, it's, um, you know, obviously for me a lot of the time it, it's like um, I have to spend a lot of time when I've got the energy to do the things that I can, and um, so therefore, um, you know, cooking and all that, I think, um, you know, it's kind of takes a lot of like um energy and you know you, you have to plan it kind of thing you know well, for me because of my energy level and um the tiredness which is one of the features actually which um for me it's it's been quite a hindrance of uh being tired um you know mm-hmm. and so yeah I do have to work around that of the tiredness and because I can't you know, do physical stuff no I totally I totally get that you know what I was going to ask you was um, how did your um, mother um, take it when you got diagnosed? I mean, how was were they a real strong support group to you when you were sick, when yeah, you were absolutely. younger, growing up? Well, mm. yeah, I, I think uh, you know, my mom has always been a, a strong person, and I, and, and I think you know, uh, well, every, everyone loves loves their mother, don't they? I mean, um, I, I absolutely, do. yeah, and I mean, she's totally been like you know, my rock. You know, I mean, she. I mean, without her, I don't think I would be here. Uh, and and wow. that's like, I, I really, really do mean that because uh, when the doctors, like, you know, even the hospital, they can't do, they couldn't do anything for me because even when I like stop, uh, I couldn't eat. And she, when I came out of hospital, you know, it, it's like, um, well, that was that. You know, if you can't eat, you can't eat, and and you know, there's nothing much that they can do about it. But my mother actually, she. Um, made soup out of like you know, like a meal that you do but she actually made a soup out of like a, a meal which so if you had that soup it was like nutritious and you could actually not yeah. live on that and that's how I did actually live on that but she did that you know for nearly for a year wow you know, because that, that that's all I lived on and that's how and also obviously with the help of my um I saw the herbal doctor as well and he was like just great you know? Yeah, how do you feel about the natural homeopathic remedies? Um, I, I'm a strong well, I'm, believer in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it because I, I, I don't believe, you know, together with my mom and the, I don't think I would be here today if it wasn't for this, uh, for the doctor, um, Jan de Vries. And uh, he, he's a really well-known person um, that's helped a lot of people, you know, all over the world. 
and um, your doctor you know, or, or the sorry? herbology doctor. Your doctor no, no, or, or the herbology doctor. He he is a naturopath. What's his name? So we can talk about he, him. Yeah, Jan de Vries. Okay. Jan, Y A N. Jan, J A N. Uh huh. And it's D, it's like it's in. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and Freeze means V R I E S. I'll have to get that um, information from you later, yeah, because yeah. this mm-hmm. is this is really interesting. And is he there in the UK? Because I know that. Um, well, yeah, he, he has a he practice can... like um, in London uh, and also in Scotland, but he, he's he's from Holland. I mean, I mean, he's like Dutch. So. Um, oh, he's Dutch. He, yeah, awesome. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, he he actually you know was quite ill uh, uh, a couple of years ago, and I actually sent him uh, one of my diary, you know, um, last year, and he was really, really like, you know, uh, really appreciative, and he was really happy about that, and he he actually wrote to me and said to me, oh, you know, that um, he nearly died like himself, like, because I think he's in his 70s, I'm not quite sure, but he was very ill, and he nearly died a couple of times as well, but uh, he was such a, a really, really nice, a really, really uh, uh, really, without him, I don't think. Also, you know, with his help, you know, that's what I'm here today as well. But um, he really helped me, and I still take his, you know, uh, what he recommends. You know, the, the, the drops, you, you, you know, the, the um, herbal. So drops you do a tincture. You say yeah. you do a tincture type thing, uh huh, yeah, like yeah, a homeopathic yeah. thing. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So I, I still take that. You know, I've been taking it I since like, 2002. Yeah, 2003. Yeah. I've been taking it. Yeah. Totally, totally believe in all that, and um, I think it's really important, you know, that if you can get to a herbologist or go to a natural homeopathic doctor, you know, check out their credentials first and always check online. Um, I think I was telling you before I um, we did our show today, I had the most amazing treatment today. It was Jin Shin Jitsu. Um, it's energy healing um, with... Um, making the energy flow more in your body and um, creating more um, awareness and and unblocking certain paths in our body where we store all the energy and it needs to flow more so that our body can heal and kind of run better in a circle, right? So there you go, I mean... Um, what do you, what's, what's a typical day like for you? Are you working out of your house or are you going out to meetings a lot or what? Well, no, because I'm, um, I was actually, uh, medically retired when I was quite really young, to be honest. I used to mm-hmm. work out in the Scotland Yard. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, and so I was medically retired when I was 29. So you worked uh, with Scotland Yard? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I did, what did yeah. you do? Uh, I actually worked in the um, juvenile um, caution, adult caution section. So what happens is, well, you know, it's a big, you know, headquarters, and and um, so when the police station, you know, you have the station with the police, that they call yeah. in at the uh, headquarters, which is New Scotland Yard, and then what uh, the section that I worked in is so they'll give us a name, say that they catch someone or they bring someone into the station, so they'll ring us up and they'll say, oh well. They'll give us the name, and then we just check to see whether they've got a previous or, you know, a criminal mm-hmm. record. 
and and if they do, well, well, we'll give them, you know, you know, all the, you know, the. Um, oh, I get it. So you uh, do all yeah. the background check stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do the, the the background checks and also like create records on them if they were the first time, you know. Yeah. Oh so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were of service before this, and 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 you tried to do the best you could, and. And and what a compassionate person you are um, with this book and all the amazing work you're doing and everything. I just think it's so beautiful. And I'm really happy that you and I are going to work on getting you out there on the social media network because you've been focusing, like we were telling everyone, um, she has been focusing on the business side of uh, social media. And I think it's really important because it's for people like that are listening today, if you missed the beginning of the show, it'll be on iTunes afterwards, and you can listen to it um, actually live now. Um, Red Velvet Media is on Facebook, and also SR Lore, the Playground of Life, will be on Facebook soon, shortly, too. We're going to create a little social network for you and a Twitter page, so maybe you can inspire everybody once in a while with some of your amazing thoughts. Um Tell me about the poem that you wrote at Kaleidoscope. That's a pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, poem yeah. As well. um, it's uh, really again, you know, it's about the different sides to us, really. You know how, how we are, we change again, like, uh, but we are never the same person. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, it's, it's like how um, we can be like um, one thing today. And then you know tomorrow we can be like totally like different. So again, that, that's our ego again um, coming to play. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's more or less. Like, um, that's why quite a lot of the poetry is about you know the ego coming out to play. It is. So the kaleidoscope. Yeah. So the kaleidoscope is a little bit you know romantically you know kind. Of Are you there? I think yeah. I lost you. you. There you yeah. are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I can see. I can see that in reading it. Can I read it? You want me to read it? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you I like it when you read it because you've got the accent. It sounds more <laughs> proper when you read it. It sounds more exciting. I'll read it real quick because um, it's another one that's really, I think, really cool. Um, they're all really great, but this one here is really cool too. It's called Kaleidoscope. I am what I want to be. There was never a time I was me. I change like night and day, whatever the season might be. You think you love me? But what of me do you see? The one that gazes so shy or the playful one like a child? The lover who showed you inside bear nothing to hide? I have been all of that. Tell me, my love, which do you Behold in your heart for tomorrow I shall not be that. That's that's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's um it's a really cool these are this book is gonna be one thing that I'm gonna have I'm gonna read it every night I think. That, uh, yeah, I think it's like you know, even like with me, like, I just keep it on the table. Sometimes, like you know, you're just like, oh, let me just let me just read one. You know, you read one, or you know, you come back to it. You know, sort of like, yeah, uh-huh. it's a. Uh, uh, you know, I think I, I suppose for me, it's like it's quite like um, you know, because it's from the heart as well. You know, so obviously, you know, it's always uh, it means something as well. So it yeah. does, and it's I just everything and I just hope. Heart. 
yeah, and I just hope that it also resonates with others too because I think we all kind of on some uh, same kind of journey, you know, in life. And um, yeah, I think we're all where we're where we're supposed to be right at that moment, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we're all on our own journey, and I think everyone's where they're supposed to be right then and there, and they're ready and willing to learn what they need to learn and see when they're when when it's time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you, you are know? at the point where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanna I wanna tell you that I this has been a really amazing fun time talking with you um, today about this amazing book. And again, go check it out on Amazon. I've also put it up in the chat room um, as well as a link on my Facebook page. And also um, look in the next day or so, we're going to be launching um, a page for you, right? Yes, <laughs> going to do that. <laughs> I think it's important I just put the I put the link again to your poetry book in the chat room. And what I think I'd like to say in closing with the show um is what what message would you like to give to everyone today? We're going to end the show with another song by Joseph Arthur called In the Sun, which when I played it for um for you, you liked that song as well. Yeah, so it's a beautiful that. song too. Um, yeah. What would you like to tell well, everyone before we end today? Well, I don't know. Maybe the one message uh, that probably, you know, I like myself is like um, from uh, Gandhi himself that said, um, let uh, my life be my statement. My life is my statement. So I would say like to everyone is like, uh, what statement would you like to make? Yeah, that's true. You know, so if if your life is your statement, what is that statement would you like to make? You know? That's heavy because I think that a lot of people would be, have to think about that and then they would realize that mm. the statement that they're making maybe is something that they really don't want to really make and so they're exactly. going to change. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like mm-hmm. encouraging to bring about an awareness in a person, you know, that's heavy. Wow. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here today. And if anyone would like to reach you, um, they can go ahead and um, check out the, um, you you have a website up now yet, don't you? Or not yet? Oh, not yet. No, no. But, um, yeah, that will be going up. Yeah, I mean, my email address, which is, you know, srlaw at yahoo.co.uk. I think Perfect. you've got the the um, the link up anyway, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. And you know what I'll do is um, I'm going to end the show now, and then what I'll do is I'll be in touch with you after the show for a quick second. I know it's now, let's see, it's 10 o'clock there now, right? Yeah, nearly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, so for everyone listening today, go check out SR Lure, The Playground of Life. And um, we just lost her. <laughs> and um, what I wanted to say to everyone was thank you so much for listening. And um, thank you so much for being here tonight and today and whatever time it is in the world, whatever part of the world you are. And again, if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes. 
and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio On Demand. And I just want to make a really quick announcement. Um, it is Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Um, I want to make sure everyone knows don't drink and drive. And also um, next week uh, we are going to be taking a little bit of a break. Um, obviously Wednesday's April Fool's Day. And then Friday's Good Friday, so we're going to be taking Friday off. But the following week we will be on the air with a special edition show with Bob Gruen. And um, we have some amazing pop culture shows coming up. Bob Gruen's going to be on with his Yoko Ono book with John Lennon. And then the following week, we're going to have um, uh, Lee Stewart, who's doing Film Freeway, who has a couple films right now out there with the film festival, South by Southwest, and a couple other different ones. And um, also... Mara Massey, um, who's going to be on. And we have some really cool shows coming up with the Salon Art Society, and um, we're going to be doing focusing on some art galleries and stuff like that. So want to say to everyone, um, again, it's Friday. Um, have a beautiful weekend and a beautiful Easter. Um, this Sunday is Palm Sunday. Um, on a spiritual level, I take that just as um, an awakening time for me and Good Friday is always really important to reflect um, on however you want to um, uh, you know put that as part of your life and also then we have Easter coming up and Passover for all my friends out there that celebrate Passover. Passover is a very important day in my life as well and I want to just send lots and lots and lots of prayers out to the world right now because um, we need it. So for everyone listening, thank you so much again. This has been Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, Holly Stuffy. And we will be back on the air the week after Easter um, with Bob Gruen. And I um, hope everyone has a beautiful um, spring season. And enjoy your weekend again. And please don't drink and drive. And with that, we're going to end our show. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.